0: Hello and welcome back to the Holtcast. As usual, it's me, James Rushton. Over there, Danny Raza. Every week we go through the latest and quote-unquote greatest in the world of Aston Villa. So what we're summing up today is another 3-0 loss. It's two in a row now. Um, Villa were just beaten by Wigan in probably the first game I can ever remember turning off so early. I I was out at 65 minutes, Danny. 65 minutes I was watching it. I was gone.
1: Hmm. It was uh it was awful, man. Dean Smith <laughs> described it as the worst moment of his managerial career. I think he, I think is the, is what he said about it. It was certainly, I think I said, and you could probably tell by my Twitter as well. And I know I've been on a lot of rants, I've been on a lot of, like, complaints and stuff. But I think certainly, like, that was one of the matches that made me feel sadder than I've ever felt as a Villa fan. I'm not gonna lie, I felt really sad. Like i it, the the result actually upset me because it should do yeah how can how can we get hammered that badly by Wigan, I mean, no offense to Wigan, you know they're a, they're they're a i mean a decent side, but they're struggling, you know they're struggling at the bottom of the table, and really they're the sort of side we should be beating or at least like turning up against, but you know we were on the back foot for the whole game, the entire game, James it was i mean there was nothing there. And I I don't think it would hurt as much if we didn't see the same Villa players, you know, coming out when Dean Smith first came to the club and, you know, delivering and scoring goals for fun.
0: It wasn't great, mate. Um, Look, I'm trying to find out how many shots Villa had because I saw it and it was... Uh,
1: one on target. One on
0: target. It, it wasn't great. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just so upset, man. 1-0 at half-time, 3-0 at full-time. I can't remember ever making a chance. And Tammy Abraham had a really good one, but he shot wide and that was it. That yeah. was it for the game.
1: Where's the creation coming from? You know, um, I'm almost starting to feel like every single one of our wingers is ineffective. Like I can't tell one from the other. I mean, in terms of style of play. Do you know what I mean? It's just dash down the dash down the wing uh stop hold it, hold the ball a little bit hope the fullback is far forward enough if not you know just kind of like stay on your spot kind of thing and belassi's really disappointed me you know um yeah. like this 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 just it's it's just like what 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 are you doing do you know what i mean it's we've got we've got that much attacking talent over there and we're not using it and it's cuz nobody's working it's like nobody's hungry to to score goals it just doesn't seem like doesn't seem like the team cares because I mean when when Smith came in we were pressing a lot we had a high pressing game we were we were trying our hardest to kind of make runs and get into the right sort of positions and just against Wigan it just looks so rigid just looks so rigid same against Swansea it just looks so rigid I mean I I don't I don't know what's happening Uh, there is a correction Villa
0: actually had no shots on target are you sure I'm on uh who scored in BBC I've just cross referenced fair enough it says they've got no shots on target which uh, I don't know how they managed that that is bad that is bad um I went on uh, as I do experiment, experimental 361 and the expected goals and we don't really like to do expected goals on a game by game frequency because the team who deserved to win the match isn't usually the one who's got the most expected goals it's the one who's scored the most actual goals um but villas registered 0.3 which if you don't understand that means it'll take villa around three matches to score one goal that is that is awful if they were to
1: play that match out three times i'd manage a goal yeah but the criminal thing is there is that we were scoring more goals than any other side in the championship about a month ago so like you're telling me we remove one player and we can't do it I can't see any reason other than laziness. I genuinely cannot. Like, I, that's the logical thing. I don't like making accusations. I don't like calling footballers lazy because you shouldn't. It's, it's uh, you know, you, that's, they're, they're making a living and, you know, it's, it's, it's what they're passionate about. But what, what other logical reason could there possibly be? I don't know. I'm, I'm exasperated. You're not, it's not, I'm not, maybe not, you know, it's not, it's not, maybe it's not laziness. Maybe it's just you're not working as hard as other teams in the championship
0: did make it easy for Wigan. Um, I think when I look at how this individual match was lost, it has to come down to individual errors. And I mean, Neil Taylor, you can read the stat line, and he had 88% pass success, and he made the most tackles and the, some of the most clearances. But individually, you look at him, and you see the one mistake he makes up the pitch, and it leads to a goal. That doesn't register as an error on his behalf. That's there's no stat that registers as an error. He's probably played well all the match, all he has to do is, is bottle it once of the pitch and it's game over. Every single player, I don't think you can look at that team and say that there was anyone
1: there who didn't commit an error. A grievous error. Probably Tammy Abraham. I mean, he did he didn't miss the one chance of the game. But it, and and it was and it was a clear cut chance. It was a clear cut chance. Like there, there was no real hope of anybody missing that.
0: Yeah, if he took a bit of time and moved it forward, I think Villa take the lead. I really do. But I digress, man. And there's not much you can say if you, if you, you know, if you're only gonna have four shots all game and none of them are on target, you ain't gonna win. You ain't gonna draw a game either. It's it. It was probably embarrassing, and I think that I don't want to make a meal of it. I really don't, because Villa were passing the ball up fairly better. But they bottled it. It doesn't matter how well you pass the ball if you're going to lose aerial battles, if you're going to, you know, be dragged down, and if you're not going to play your game, if you're not going to have the confidence, or you know, Wigan looked supercharged. Wigan looked like they were doped up, like they look superhuman. And that's not me actually saying that they were on anything and that they should be tested. They look so much
1: better. They were they, up for it. They're up for it, right? The thing is, the thing is, Villa, Villa's side almost tends to think they can run on talent alone. Every other team in the championship has something to fight for right but this this side it's the same side, really, which has been around for like i mean there's a lot of players there who have been around for 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 a couple of years now, and they almost just seem satisfied to kind of like chill in the championship and just there's almost this air of cockiness, this air of arrogance that we we just we we just deserve to win, like regardless, and you know it's just the work rate's just not there the work rate isn't there, and we we should be pressing we should be trying to be the first to every ball, but no like. It, what happens is inevitably we're not, and then we end up on the back foot and we're defending all game, right? I mean, I don't even know what to say. Like, our midfield should be doing a lot better. You know, it's a shame that we haven't got Jack Grealish, but you know, the simple thing then to Dean Smith is maybe don't play with three midfielders. Maybe maybe play with an attacking midfielder. Perhaps that's, perhaps that's the answer. That's what was working before. And then it's like even even Glenn Whelan made a stupid error like late on as well, you know. I think he basically like bounced the ball up in the air somehow, uh, just miscontrolled it, and then gave away a penalty because he got frustrated. And it's almost his obsession with him as well. The substitutions, James i like, I don't want to blame I don't want to blame Dean Smith for the, for the defeat because it's absolutely the fault of the players not not working hard enough. But the substitutions were baffling. You know, we're on the back foot and he brings on Glenn Whelan. With thirty minutes to go, what was what was that all about? I have no clue. And and Courtney House as well. I understand that he needs game time, but what what on earth are you thinking? Yeah, he was chucked right. Courtney House um, probably played as
0: best as he could. He was chucked right into it, and he, yeah, the idea is that you bring on House because he brings the ball out and he's left footed, so it gives Villa's defense balance. But he come out. And he was pressed. He was targeted like Glenn Whelan. Of course These he two was. players who... Yeah. It's, it's just natural. And I don't know if there was anything else. I mean, you, people say bring Keenan Davis on. How does that fix the midfield? How does that fix the defence? It doesn't... Oh, yeah. Look, it was, it was all the fault. It's just because you see the subs he made and you think about what else could have happened, but what the other paths that could have... The other substitutions he could have made... Probably would have made the same
1: result anyway. No, it's true. It's true. Um, the players just should have been putting more into it. To be honest, honestly, yeah, um, but... it needs a complete,
0: complete enough of rework. It's just, I don't know. That's so frustrating. Is I can't look at it and just say what has gone wrong because I don't have that much about me in terms of match analysis. It's just, it just looked like Wigan were just superhuman and just powered by something else because. Aston Villa, every time they made a mistake, there was a Wigan player in there to pick up the second ball and uh, march on. And they didn't even have Nick Powell, mate. Their best player wasn't even on the pitch, like ours.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to say, James, to be honest. Like, <sighs> I don't know what to say. Like It was just embarrassing. It was just poor from all of them. It's the same thing as what happened at Swansea. It's just, it was just poor.
0: That's in the league, though, isn't it? I mean, you should respect the FA Cup and Villa should have won that FA Cup match, but... And, you know they lost it. and At least you can look at it and bounce back. No, it's the same you can't go into the next match. It's
1: the same arrogance. It's the same arrogance. Walk out there, expect to walk the game without having to put in any effort. Inevitably, Wigan work like work seventy, eighty percent harder than us, and they're going to win because they want to get they want to be first to every ball. I don't know what they're expecting. Are they going to be able to walk out on the pitch and just because we're going to are far down the table, you know we, we, we can almost relax and just kind of pass the ball around and not expect to get pressed. What happened was there, Wigan Wigan threw themselves at us, and, and none of the players knew how to react. Yannick Bolasie wasn't up for the fight, you know. I don't think Conor Hurahan was up for the fight in the midfield. I don't know what I don't know what what happens to him, you know, in some games. I mean, I feel sorry for for Lovro Kalinic. Poor Lovra Kalinic, just basically getting getting smashed smashed all game because. We're just allowing Wigan to walk over us, and you'd think that there's some sense of urgency. You'd think that there's something that would change, you know, that at the moment that that we take the lead, or the moment that 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 we're getting that we're getting attacked. You 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 expect a sense of of urgency. You, you 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 know you expect the players to kind of their pride to take over, and and for them to to try and get on the front foot. But it just seems like we're stuffed into our own, our own half all game, and there's no chance of a goal. And the travelling fans are just basically there to watch tripe. Yeah, it was a um, it was a killing. To be honest, James, it was a, it was it was a walkover.
0: Reportedly, there's chance of you're not fit to wear the shirt coming from the away end. Um, agree or disagree? Uh, towards
1: who? Villa fan, Villa players. <sighs> it's a tough one. You can't you can't label every player with the same brush. You got
0: to remember most of this team beat Derby three it. Three 0 and beat Middlesbrough, and you know they are play, they are good players, and it's just yes, yeah, sometimes in the Championship you get played, and this result can happen.
1: But the, 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 the thing about the Championship is, it is all about it is all about urgency, and it is all about wanting to win. You need it? the
0: play style, but you also need the mentality, and I think that mentality did lack. I'd have liked to see Villa, and I do hate myself for saying this, but they should have. Played, you know, went for the longer ball. I think they should have put Tammy Abraham right on the back back of the defence and countered with urgency, some real urgency, and made their keeper ask questions of their defence and ask questions of their keeper. Because I think we try to play our way. We we played ourselves into a hiding because you've got people like Neil Taylor, Glenn Whelan, and Courtney Harris instantly panicking, and that's not necessarily on them. It's because Wigan are forcing the mistake. You're asking your team to play out the back. That's fine. That's well, That's probably the best way to play. But when the other team is pressing you relentlessly, like they're just on an, on something else, you need to you need to rearrange a game plan. I know it's probably too late to do that in the 75th minute. The manager can't have much impact. But I think it should come from, there should be someone on that team that must take cast to take control. Who's the leader on that pitch? That's my question. Who's the leader? <sighs> it's frustrating because you don't want to drag James Chester into any, you know, question his ability last year
1: we had we had john terry on the pitch we had sam johnston and we had snodgrass johnston and snodgrass went john terry is obviously on the sidelines james chester i I get it right he's a solid defender you know he he does work hard and in some ways he is a good captain but he's not vocal enough really you know there's nobody on that team who's dragging the rest of them no john john mcginn i think in attitude is good uh, in in the in the way that he'll he'll always pitbull his way through and and work as hard as he can, but there is no one in that team, you know. Yet looking at the rest of them, thinking, "Come on, boys, we're getting mauled here." There's no there's nobody on that pitch who's saying that. There's nobody there who's saying, "Let's not embarrass ourselves." What's incredibly
0: frustrating about John McGinn is I'm not going to question his desirable work ethic, but he has got a real tendency to run from danger into danger. And I mean, the passing man, you can't have your main midfielder pass the ball, complete a pass 70% of the time. Yeah, That's poor,
1: bad. That's a
0: bad statistic. That's bad. bad. But you expect that of your wingers who are crossing it in most of the time.
1: Mm.
0: You expect that of your striker. Your goalkeeper, is punting it long. Your main midfielder cannot be passing the ball and losing it three times out of every 10 pass. Because if you want to look for a, why you lose, that's where you look. Because that John McGinn is leading the line. He's he's battle ready, running box to box. If he's losing the ball three times out of every ten times, that's more than any other midfielder. Bjornsson ninety five percent passing, man. You can't look. You can't just cherry pick these stats and say this guy's better. Because and had a bad game, but at least he's passing the ball correctly 95% of the time and yeah there might be sideways passes but come on
1: i mean if if we're not if we're not attacking and we're not we're not trying to you know penetrate defense in the first place then at least at least try to keep the ball i mean that's the other option well i, mean, I don't know what the other option is let the opposition have the ball are you going to you going to pull a brendan Rodgers and talk about domin- uh, about dominating space i i don't know what the strategy was I'm, I'm confused about Dean Smith myself right now as well because we were working so well in a 4-2-3-1 system where we were, where we were attacking, the, uh, you know, attacking the defense of, a, of another side and suddenly we've been, we've, been, we've been switched to a 4-3-2-1 or 4-3-3, whatever you want to call it, and we're looking awful. And Dino's a tactician. I don't understand why he's suddenly feeling as though that's the way to go.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and criticize him too much. Um, I think there's definitely faults you can look at, um, but this the story of this match can only conclude next week because look, I, if you lose against Hall, that's bad. But if you win, you t- you might be turning things around. But we we're we only going to know that next week. But then again, this is what we said after QPR, and it's just went downhill. And I'm just getting so frustrated because I want it to work out. I want it to work out for Dean Smith as well. And yeah, it's gonna. It probably is gonna. He needs time. You know, he needs a transfer window, an actual proper transfer window where he's backed, not this kind of weird one where, he's, you know, you get a few loan players in. It, you know, it, the same backing as Steve Bruce at least had, but can that happen with FFP? I don't even know, but the Villa have been so badly managed for so long and we're, what, not even a year into a new regime. I just, I'm so frustrated with everything from the past hanging over. That's the main thing for me. The past is just crap. I don't know, man. I don't want to start like. I don't want to be like whinging. It's just.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you. Could, I don't know how you could analyze this game without
0: whinging. I. You can't. But then you get fed up of seeing it on social media. You get fed up of people chanting. You're not fit to wear the shirt. But they ain't getting relegated, man. They lost three 0 to Wigan. And I get it. yeah, it's annoying. I've been there. I've been in that position where you spend money and you go somewhere and you watch your team lose. Like, me and you, it happened to me and you when we went to Fulham. Like you, you spend money, you go down, you watch your team get played off the pitch. It happens. And it happens when you play worse teams. It happens when you play teams that are fighting relegation. It happens when you're playing teams at the top of the table. But I just wish, you know, you can't just wish for constant success. I've
1: just never been so mad after, actually, I may have done. I mean, I just don't remember feeling so sad after a result. I, it really, really put me in a bad mood. Honestly, it put, yeah, it put, no. me, in a, it put me in a really bad mood. I, I was honestly well, not not able to talk to anybody for a couple of hours. I'm not going to lie.
0: I mean, dude, I, I turned off at 65. As I said, I turned off at 65 minutes and that's, you know, 20, 30 minutes from the end of the match. That's, I was disappointed in myself, but I knew where it was going. Villa didn't weren't creating anything. I was praying. I was hoping that I'd have an egg on my face and Villa would have turned it around. It was 1-0 at the time, I think. The second I turned it off, I think they scored. The second.
1: Yeah, you just knew where it was going.
0: It's just you don't you you do, and like I said a few weeks ago, I think it was on the Villa view. I said this one, this certain match will be tricky in Villa's run because they're going up north, and that got laughed off. Like what got to do with anything? But I feel like every time Villa go Preston Wigan Way, they get slammed. Yeah, it's raining. It's difficult. You you know like Bolton last year. You expect to walk them, but you can't expect. I think I expect. What hurts is I think everyone expected this runner games to be win 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 win, and it isn't gonna be.
1: I just, I'm just, I'm very disenchanted with the season now because we we've basically walked into another pointless, like, yeah, we've basically walked into another pointless season.
0: Um, in terms of match balls, I'm I'm not gonna give any, mate. No, nah, I I, I agree. No,
1: We're not giving no... match balls. You know what? I'm giving it to Kalinic though. To be honest, I'm gonna throw one at him. Honestly,
0: yeah, I think we just have one for Kalinic, and that's it, because he's not—he don't deserve two or three. No, Just one,
1: one for Kalinic. That's it, sorted. Um, yeah, pretty much. But by the way, I—I I did think that Courtney House is pretty good on the ball. By the way, for what it's worth. Um, yeah, I'm for not...
0: all of ten seconds.
1: Yeah. Um
0: I'm not gonna sit here and criticize him. I'm not gonna turn it into a windy moany podcast, but. He he was rattled clearly, and he just needs to get comfortable with playing football again because he he hasn't played as a back four since I think it was May twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's a long time ago.
1: Also, you know, you want to debut a young centre back, you don't do it whilst we're under the cosh, not like that. Yeah,
0: no, Um, no. I think it's best in that case, man, to move on from the misery of a defeat to hopefully the optimism of a victory. Um, we host Hull. On Saturday, difficult game. Um, I, you know, when you're looking at the fixture list a few months ago, you think hang on, you know, good run of fixtures. But Hull are a team who've really, they've got some, they've got something about them. They're really on a on a good run at the moment. I think it's six straight wins. That's incredible in the league. Six straight wins. Um, Jared Bowen, Fraser Campbell banging in the goals. Yeah, they've been good. They don't look like stopping. No. Yeah, it's mad. We're, I can't believe Fraser Campbell's scoring that many goals. I'm gonna give
1: my prediction right now. We're gonna lose. We're gonna get we're gonna lose heavily again. I I'm 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 more, you reckon? Yeah, it's gonna be 3-0 hole. There's no 3 0 hole. No chance for weathering him. No chance. You know what? They're not even that good a team. But um like after I mean after that gutless performance against Wigan and the refusal of any of the players to improve um throughout the game uh and you know you consider the fact that Hull, you know they put three past Sheffield Wednesday put six past Bolton don't forget that they put six past Bolton you know uh, uh, and 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 uh, before that they 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 beat Leeds United 2-1 uh yeah look they they they've been on such a good run as you say mate we're not stopping them the amount of goals that they score you know and and you, and you put that in front of our defense which is which is unable to function uh yeah Jared Bowen's absolutely going to mash us up it's it's going to be it's going to be a walkover for Hull City. I'm going to say that straight. So, Sorry, mate, but like, I just have to, I have to say it.
0: I think you're right. I've got those same feelings myself. I don't think it's going to be... Villa need a turnaround, though. Villa really do need a turnaround. But Hull, very similar to Wigan, but with a bit more quality. You've got a player like Jared Bowen. He's been pursued by Tottenham Hotspur. Fraser Campbell maybe likes the quality, but nine goals says a lot. Camel Grisicki is a really good player. And he's still coming to... He's playing well because it's a transfer window, let's be honest. Evandro, Henriksen. They've got, they've got underrated quality and I thought Alfie leaving would have put me in a bad place. But Reese Burke has come in and he doesn't look that bad. So they've kind of just went from strength to strength. And Eric Lehigh, of course, plays for him as well. Mm. But the main man is Jared Bowen and playing on the right or through the middle, if he's on the right, Neil Taylor's up against him. You know, oh. Villa can't afford to play attacking because they're going to get mugged off again. But they cannot afford to sit back because they don't know how to
1: do it. Yeah, no, they have to attack. They absolutely can attack, by the way. They absolutely can attack. All they need to do is go out and work hard. There's there's that much talent in there. Like, Kodger is supposed to be, you know, uh, he's, he's supposed to be a baller. He's supposed to be, you know, one of the best... Strikers, uh, you know, uh, in the Ivory Coast, like you should be, you should be, you should be banging him in. You know, at times he goes missing, unfortunately. Yannick Bolasie, right? Let's not get started on him. He's 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 honestly not been playing to, to his full potential. But we know he's ca- we know he's capable. If our players go out there and work hard, we're able to score goals, but they won't. And that's that is it. You know, they're just they're not going to, they're not going to put in the same effort that the Hull are, especially on the the sort of run that they're on. Hmm, here's the trouble.
0: You're asking Villa to work hard against the definition of hard work. Hull, they've got bad issues off the pitch that hate their owners. There's a complete disconnect between the players and the fans and the owners. The fans are backing the players, but they don't want to be in support of the owners. So I look at it, I'm going to see a dedicated away following backing their team who works their socks off against a, a bigger a bigger club who they can beat, they can take a scalp here. That'll be massive. Seven wins in a row in the league. You're a one against Villa, and then you go to Blackburn next week. Hull are a really good side, full of hard workers. Jared Bowen, excellent. But it's, the hard work means that they're kind of, in some instances, shoddier team is better because they work hard for each they're, other.
1: They're, they're a side as well, who when they went down, you know, so many of their best players left. They somehow managed to keep hold of Jared Bowen. He was the only one that stayed. And he has really developed into such a good player. I mean, the only hope we have is that somebody signs him before, before they play us, but it's not going to happen. Um, you know what we need to do, to be honest, is uh, I, I think you know, you're know you right in some ways. We need to rough him up. It's just, there's no... like the, the, the amount of times we've gone up to teams... And, you know, they've roughed up Jack Grealish or they've roughed up Callum O'Hare, you know, in Swansea's case um, a couple of weeks ago. And that's what we need to be doing to Jared Bowen, to be honest. Can't can't allow him to play. Um, I guess, yeah, we, we're absolutely capable of going out and getting a result because I've seen what we're capable of about a month ago. But, like, we've just been, we've been, we've been sleepwalking the last few weeks. And I, I don't. After, after the bollocking that, that Dean Smith must have given them, you know, uh, after the Swansea City game, uh, I would have thought that they would have come out against Wigan and improved, but they didn't. So I've got no evidence to say that they're going to go out and and put in put in a decent performance against the whole City, as you say. Hull, they'll come out and they'll they'll fight.
0: That's the problem though, isn't it? You don't want to sit here and be negative and predict an Aston Villa loss at home. But what evidence do you have in 2019 to suggest that Villa would instantly put a rocket up their arse? You just don't have that evidence. I want them to, but to beat Hull, they'll have to capitalise on Hull making mistakes. Hull are going to sit back, not readily, they're not going to sit really deep, but they're going to break with speed and ferocity through Gerard Bowen. They're going to be waiting around with Fraser Gamble in the box as well. They've got hard workers all across the pitch. And you have to ask yourself, do Villa, they maybe have more ability, but do they have people who are going to work twice as hard in each position as Hall do? And that's questionable. That is certainly questionable. I don't think, I think Tammy Abraham, yes, certainly, he's going to be working hard up front. But is is Belassi going to work hard on the wing? Is our going to work hard on the wing? And if they're working hard, are they going to be making mistakes because they're working too hard? And there's just so much balance. There's a different
1: kind of hard work as well, right? You see the kinds of players that work hard because they almost feel like they have to, and they kind of like they, you know, they 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 they're, da- they're working hard because they're panicking. You know, the type that Villa do when they one nil down, right? And they just lose everything. Or there's the work hard because there's a sense of urgency, and there's a sense of right. We wanna we wanna win. We really wanna get the result here. Ghazi's going back to Lille at the end of the season, probably. Is it Lille? I can't remember. Lorient.
0: Yeah, unless we're uh, unless we're buying yeah. him. but yeah, Lassie's yeah. going back to Everton uh, at the end of the season. You know, and we're not buying
1: him for sure. So, like, I mean, he hasn't. Sh- I mean, neither of them have shown the same sort of commitment that Robert Snodgrass has. You know, El Ghazi was being unprofessional earlier on in the season, where he was throwing, you know, throwing tantrums when he wasn't getting picked. Um, but Lassie wasn't. But like, he just he just doesn't seem to be putting in any performances at the moment. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Connor Hurahan as well. I think, I I think he's a great player when he's, when he's, when he's trying, but there's some games where he just goes missing, just goes missing. And I don't know why. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. Glenn Whelan. I don't, I think he's, I think he, to be fair to him, I like his attitude. I don't think he's got the ability anymore to you know, to uh to, to, to do that well in a midfield in midfields against 23, you know twenty three, twenty four year olds. Yeah,
0: no, i get that. I'll get your prediction as well. Um so do you wanna repeat that prediction? Um so we can sign that we're, off we're getting
1: steamrolled three 0 man.
0: I'm gonna go for one one draw.
1: Okay, that's good. More positive than me.
0: I think Villa yeah, I don't know if it'll represent a massive turnaround, but it's something and he'll have to lose at some point, man. You can't, you can't go six games winning with their squad. And then again, it is against us, and we're in a bit of a tailspin. But that has to stabilise as well. There has to be a return to normality. The average has to come back around. Normalcy has to set in. And if Villa can draw against Hull, I consider it a sign of progress. Yeah, if they can end that winning run, they can Villa can end their kind of bit of a. While. If they can look, if they at least look good, if Villa at least look good, even if they lose. That's a positive. If they look like they want to win it and lose, at least there's something there. At least it isn't like Wigan. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a big ask, but hey, let's do it. Let's uh, get that draw, get that win. Hopefully we won't lose and hopefully we won't play badly because win, lose, or draw, if you play as badly as you did against Wigan, I don't know how we carry on.
1: I don't know how we carry on like it's that. disgusting. That performance was disgusting. Honestly, it was embarrassing. So, um, Can I just say as well, right? As bad as that performance was, and, uh, like, obviously, uh, I think Villa fans are more than welcome to criticize and be upset with that. I don't understand the number of Wolves fans in my mentions on Twitter. Like, in general, it, there was a lot of people just kind of, like, coming out of the woodwork. And it's like, bro, if you're playing Man City on Monday night, what, don't, you know, don't, 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 What what what's this got to do with you? <laughs>
0: I don't think you've ever had much to say about it. I don't, Wolves, think, it's, I don't really. think a single
1: Villa like, fan, when Villa were in the Premier League, I don't think a single Villa fan ever made a comment on Wolves getting thrashed in the Championship.
0: Or us thrashing them in the Premier League. Yeah. I don't think it was like, you cared much?
1: Yeah. I certainly didn't care that much. I just think it's a bit embarrassing. Honestly, on on the part of fans who are jumping in like that, to be honest. But yeah, I just, I just, yeah just want to say that because there was a lot of them and I didn't read them all. So.
0: Well, we got a few questions, mate, to go through before we uh, end the show. So, firstly, from Rob Warner, that's at real underscore Rob underscore Warner. Will we ever have a spout of more than 12 games before the wheels fall off?
1: Oh, man. (laughs) I don't think so. I think that's quite a villa Uh, thing. I don't think it's a villa thing. I think it's a... I think it's a most teams thing, man. It's the way it works, isn't it? It's just the simple, simple psychology that teams start doing well, they feel good and they start, you know, they start winning games. Then they always reach a point, most teams reach a point where they get complacent and so uh, they, they start losing and inevitably that puts them into a cycle of, 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 of not playing so well. Um, I don't think it's an exclusively Villa thing, but I get the frustration because I've, I'm, I'm, you know, we've all felt that frustration over the last few years. But to be honest, we haven't even um, had many good uh, runs of twelve games to even, you know, for even any wheels to actually fall off. I think you'd need the uh, you'd need the vehicle to start moving first.
0: You also asked is uh, Connor Horahan the midfield midfield equivalent of Darren Bent, and I think that is so incredibly sad. Oh my god, that's very unfair.
1: No, unfair. Um, I don't think so. No, he's he's a good player. I think
0: there's a point where he's he's kind of ghosted a few times, but I prefer him defensive midfield rather than trying to start things now. I think that's his position for Villa. Yeah, and he's performing. He was he was performing well in it when we had Grealish. Um, but he's uh he's had a few trials recently. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say Darren bent levels, man.
1: I think he just ghosts when the going gets tough. That's the problem with Conor Huran. He's...
0: Yeah, I think he's. he adds so much when Villa are doing well. And when they're even not doing that well, he kind of adds stuff. But when they're getting run over, he can't do much.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you kind of expect him to be more of a leader figure. That's the only thing with him. You kind of expect him to be one of the guys encouraging the side. But as I say, when the going does get tough and when we start losing, I think he disappears. And he really should be you know, on the other side there. Trying to motivate the team just because I expect that much from him.
0: Final question from Rob says Is it time to write this season off? And do we give the likes of Mitch Clark, Clem O'Hare, Jack Doyle Hayes, Keenan Davis, you know, the next generation, a proper run out? And I mean, the, for the lone players, I know we can't, we're not going to really call back Mitch Clark and Andre Green. Bo Hare, Doyle Hayes, Keenan Davis, I think there's definitely every chance that we should build for next season because, look, I think that's the best option. Villa can't spend a lot of money, but they've got quality and they need to blood this quality. James Breen needs to pick up a lot more game time. And if we're going to sign Courtney Howes, so does he. Um, Jack, Callum O'Hare can probably fit in at some point. Definitely in that kind of attacking midfield role that we're kind of lacking, and there's an obvious solution by bringing in him him in. Jack Duhay is probably the outlier. Probably you don't really want to put him in to midfield because that's where our players get run over and will we change that I don't know but then then again these are players all deserve minutes
1: Uh, yes but also do you really want to throw them all in and have them get run over for their first you know first decent run of games don't know about that I mean I kind of I prefer them to kind of uh, mix in and you've got to you've got to be you've got to do that you know smartly you've got to do that well you know, it's got to be times where we're on a decent run or whatever, and we we say to Conor Hurahan or John McGinn, "You take a rest today. Um, we're going to send out Jake." Or you know, it's 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 safe. Jack Grealish had a long run of games, or if he's just coming back from injury, and you say, "Look, Callum O'Hare is going to start today. Bring you on a little bit later on." It's got to be it's got to be smart. You know, you can't kind of you can't kind of throw them all in. But I do get your point. Um, I hope Keenan and Davis can can do something i've got i've got i've got high hopes from him because he's so strong and because he is you know such a um yeah he's such a such a good target man uh but you know when we're not scoring goals is he what you want i'm not sure but then like you know i i look at him and and i think you know he's the kind of player we can we can play 4-4-2 with you know you kind of look at birmingham city and you know this is this is something um (laughs) that's 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 been interesting Everybody talks about four four two being dead and how four four two doesn't work. But I think City have been better than us this season. They're playing four four two and it's they're they're absolutely running over teams with Drudkievich up front. Um so I feel like Keenan Davis could do a good job as a target, man. We could we could kind of bring back the four four two big man little man thing.
0: We've got to do something, man. We've gotta do anything to kind of get out this tailspin. And if that involves preparing for next season, I think you have to, you have to have one eye next season if you can get O'Hare Doyle Hayes, Courtney Harris, and James Breed, those minutes, and uh, prepare the team for Andre Green and Mitch Clark coming back. You can see what you've got. And if these are saleable commodities like they once were, people were after Andre Green. People were after Keenan Davis. If you can make money off them and you don't want them, if you've got another path, then so be it. You have to at least give them minutes to see what you've got. And that's probably a big part of planning for next season. So Sean C. Bass said, What is life? And I mean to compare that to Aston Villa. Don't really know. Not sure where I stand. What is life? What is life? What is life, Danny?
1: <laughs> um, I don't think that's the right podcast, man. I don't think that's the right podcast.
0: <laughs> You're going go on some. Sp- you've been reading too many books lately, so I know you got a lot of uh, heavy answers for this.
1: Yeah, man, life is uh, life is an interesting one. I personally, I'm quite spiritual. So, from my perspective life is bigger than we could ever imagine. Here we so, go. So I'm not going into it. <laughs> um, life, is, life is like being Jack Grealish, you know? You're incredi- you can be incredibly talented. You could do um, as well as you want in life, but there's going to be constantly people trying to kick you and, uh, and take you down.
0: That's very nice. I I like that one. Yeah. Good, good little and I could have said that there. one
1: more, more poetically, but... <laughs> well, at Dicky underscore
0: Villa says, the problems seem now to be beyond simply defensive personnel, and it's now a fundamental lack of form. Can Smith inject some confidence and belief before we're out of touch? And my God, I hope so. Um, because I think we all want this minimum target of finishing sixth and getting into the playoffs. I think we stand the latest figures and based on the form that we're trending in, show a twenty-seven percent chance of making the playoffs, which is it's something. It's not a lot, so yeah, there definitely needs to be something done.
1: There is. Um, this is really Dean Smith's first massive, uh, test as a manager because whilst he was at Brentford, we when we when we actually got him, Brentford were in quite a slump of form, which means that, you know, I think it was almost the first time as well under Dean Smith that was the case. And they weren't able to turn it around. A lot of talented players like Romain Sawyers not turning up, not, not quite performing to their full potential. Dean Smith has gone from that and he's come to Villa. He gave us he gave us that, that good start. Now the players are unconfident and almost unable to pull out the same performances as they were having before. And this this is where Dean Smith go is is pulled to the test. Can he turn things around when a side is absolutely lacking in confidence and looks almost unable to score goals? We'll have to see. Uh but he has to do it. Uh otherwise You know, we all know what happens if he doesn't. We won't
0: go there. On the back of that, Archie Bainham, Bayrunner, says, do you think the players want to play for Dean Smith? And I'll go first. If they don't want to play for Dean Smith, they can join another football club. Dean Smith's my head coach, he's our manager. And I think he's shown enough that he has a vision for how he wants to play football and that he wants Aston Villa to succeed. And yeah, he's a Villa fan, so I want him to succeed at the club. If the players don't want a part in that, jog on.
1: That's simple. Yeah, exactly. And also, I don't think that after two months, the players would be that sort of like mad at Dean Smith. I don't think uh, any of us can really gauge what the mood is like in the dressing room, but I certainly don't think it's a hatred of, 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 of Dean Smith.
0: I mean, attacking clubs, especially clubs as top-heavy as Brentford were and Villa were, do go on bad runs. They do want to go on destabilising runs because you're playing that heavily. And you look, you have the injury to Jack Grealish. You have a recipe for disaster, I think. If the players want to add to Villa's woes, don't pick up a paycheck. at Villa anymore. <laughs> Simple. Reese Bones says, It's pretty clear we need a left-back. Taylor can't do it all alone. Given Villa's limitations, who do you choose?
1: <sighs> Rico Henry.
0: I was just about to say Rico Henry. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a Dean Smith man. Yeah. And I don't think he'd be that expensive, despite his potential. Do you not think so?
1: He's been out for a while. True. True.
0: true. Don't he just come recently, very recently come back? I wouldn't injury. want us to
1: pick, pay any more than like 8 million for him.
0: Even that's a lot of money. It'd be tough because you need to, you know, if you want a player, you need to lay out the money, especially Brentford aren't necessarily looking to be a selling club anymore. They need to, at some point, they need to reinvest their cash and move forward. I don't think selling, So it's not my point. Selling him for cheap, you can't. You can't come back. But I think Rico Henry is someone that can make a decent bit of money on, even if it's three or four million. Make some cash on him and move forward. I don't
1: know. I think Rico Henry is my solution, though. I think it's really hard to tell these days, isn't it? And it's all down to yeah. Cause... It's all down to who Dean Smith thinks is going to fit his style of football, because that seems to be one of the excuses a lot of people are making for him at the moment.
0: Looking for another question, Ronson. One three, one three. Ronson Brown says, "With financial fair play concerns, is it going to be possible for Dean Smith to build the squad he wants without selling Jack?" And I think, regardless, Jack Grealish is more than likely leaving in the summer because his career
1: no, needs to move out. Of the I'd, I'd feel, I'd feel, I'd actually feel guilty as a Villa fan if, um, if, if 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 he was forced to stay. To be honest, he's miles above us. Miles above us. The rest of the team don't want to, don't want to, don't want to play at the same level as him. Then fine. Um, unfortunately, that's what's going to happen. He's going to leave.
0: Yeah, unless there's no unless there's no enticing offer or one that meets any release clause. The only way he's staying is that if there's no good offer. Or if Villa get promoted. And I don't, I don't. See or that if Villa get promoted, yeah, which isn't exactly.
1: happening. It's
0: disappointing, but I think look, Jack Grealish doesn't hamper Villa. But a lot has been made about his role in the team, and it's clear that we need to play football without Jack Grealish. We have to. That is our future. Without we don't we have no Jack Grealish in the future, in the near future anyway. If he moves, so we need to learn quickly about how we how we move forward, and uh, that has to happen now because he's going to be gone in the summer if we don't go up or if there's no good offer. So regardless, Jack's going. Will Villa use the cash to? Can they use the cash to? rebuild the team i hope so i hope the FF, ffp concerns aren't that bad but you gotta always have one eye on these
1: limitations because villa is spending a lot of cash a lot of wasted money and honestly again you know we if there's anything i've learned over the years is that villa aren't very good at uh selling their assets really not so i don't even know if we're gonna get enough money for him
0: yeah, at the end of the day, with all questions answered, mate, I think patience is key. Alex Carson posted a very good article saying, look, how long have we been in the crap for? And it's because of bad management, it's because of bad
1: personnel, it's because of bad recruiting and bad decisions. But, it's just, so. What's, I don't know how you get out of that. So right now, at this current moment in time, who are you blaming? I mean, who's who's still at the club? I think it's just,
0: I don't know. I don't but have the answer.
1: The only thing left... I can't blame
0: anyone. I, it's just a mess. The only thing left is the players. That is the only thing left. Well, then again, it's the same players. As we said, he beat Derby and beat Middlesbrough. Mm. But if they've bottled it, it needs to be a Dean Smith team and he needs to set up his own team. And if that has to happen next season, it has to happen next season. But I think he has at least any manager. You know, we've went through the championship of pointing fingers at the manager and pointing fingers at the players. And we've made the changes we need to make and we went back to square one every single time. And this is just another case of going back to square one every single time. If this is the first step on hopefully a good path, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know.
1: And at least now that that bubble, that arrogance bubble has been popped. And I would like to hope that some of those players after that game against Wigan are going to be feeling a little bit humbled. And I think that, if anything, it forces the hand of management to kind of start looking in the transfer market. Basically looking at some players and telling them, Um, you know, it's just not good enough.
0: On a final note, before we end the podcast, I think we need to readjust our expectations that we're no longer the club that should be winning the championship by default. We're no longer the club with Premier League money. The parachute payments will be gone. I think we need to readjust our expectations and that comes onto us as well. No one's saying that we can't have our own opinions, but we need to stop booing sideways passes. We need to stop looking at players who don't commit for the entire match as lazy. I think there are instances like Wigan where we can see that player or so-and-so isn't earning their paycheck and that's absolutely right. But we've got to readjust our expectations now. I think we have to accept that we are we aren't the 1982 team, and we're not the Martin O'Neill's team. We are Dean Smith's team in the Championship with a lower budget, and thus our expectations nah. need to be much lower. No one's saying we were a big club, mate. No one's saying we aren't, but we ain't gonna have we ain't gonna have it about us to bully. I'm every very other club. very
1: um, I'm very skeptical of that point of view we're still what we're still one of the most expensive teams in the championship by miles and basically expectations shouldn't be lowered for players who are on higher wages than their counterparts in the league the the
0: no i think that i definitely think you're right i'm just saying when it comes to next season and there's likely a clear out we won't have balassi on 80k for instance that's the point when things
1: change.
0: Hmm. Right now, we have, like, as you said, there's an overpaid team that need to deliver, but they ain't going to deliver unless they turn around, beat Hall, and carry on in that manner of in that manner of form. There ain't going to be a turn. Yeah, they around. might do, and at the end of the season, we're, we're going to be a different team with young players, with le- less well-paid players, who um, we're going to be judging with the same expectations as Yannick Balassa
1: Yeah, we need to stick. We need to stick with Smith. He's gonna go through a tough time now,
0: and I just—I really hope he comes out the other end. Oh, the, the time—the tough time he'll be going through will be worse if we're judging O'Hare, Green, and Davis like they are. Kodja, Abraham, Balassa, and Grealish—they ain't—they ain't there yet. So we need time, we need patience, and is patience in the dictionary? Is it in the lexicon of Aston Villa fans? I don't know, and that's not me slating them, slating us. But I don't know if patience is there, and it's something we're gonna to need to learn. Like we haven't been patient enough, like, though, like we haven't waited enough. But has it been really patient, or has it been us waiting for something to happen that wasn't going to happen? I don't know. I think we need to learn again. Any final thoughts from yourself, mate?
1: Uh, I just want Courtney House to release another single. <laughs> Courts. Courts. I I liked his I liked his music, I That's, I listened to it. I don't it's think good. many people do, but I don't see why they shouldn't.
0: <laughs> I think you can. We, we, I'll put a link of that in the show notes. But man, it's been a pleasure. You can find him at Raza Jerna. You can find me at Jammer Russian. And hopefully, it's a lot more positive next week. I'm hoping of good things. I'm hoping of us playing better. My God, I hope so. I really hope so. But I think for this week on the Hulkcast, that is it. Goodbye.